when I was in fourth or fifth fifth grade, somewhere in there, there uh, the school, the public school, I went to St. Anne's Catholic School in Wabasso, but the public school put on um, a musical. Uh, they put on a musical every year, but uh, this particular musical I remember, and it's one of my favorite musicals to this day, um, and it was Fiddler on the Roof. The, uh, the whole musical is about Tevia and his wife and children as they're struggling with the change uh, that comes. Um, and of course, those that know the know it starts out with the song Tradition and how Tevia says, you know, we've hold on to the traditions and now they're seeing uh, things fall apart. But Tevia's relationship with the Lord is a relationship that is... Uh, depicted in that, but of course the Lord is not a character. But Tebby is constantly praying to the Lord and, and talking to the Lord. And there's a particular song that, uh, a song everyone remembers the song, but very few remember the dialogue that occurs before that. And of course that song is If I Were a Rich Man. And one of my favorite pieces of that is he, he dreams that he would be so rich that he'd be able to have two staircases, one for going up and an even longer one for going down. But it all starts with a prayer. Lord, I know it's no shame to be poor, but it's no great honor either. And that, of course, connects with today's reading. Sometimes when we're poor, we recognize our own poverty. And sometimes when we're rich, we don't recognize our own wretchedness, our own riches. We don't recognize our need for God. And I think that's where Jesus, what Jesus is challenging them to. The rich, it is hard to enter the kingdom of God because they are so often think they have it all. We can't buy salvation, though. We know this. There's nothing we can do which will gain us a relationship with the Lord except submitting to the Lord who wants to be in a relationship to us. But we can't buy it. We can't buy eternal life. And Jesus uses this image, easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle. And of course, I think you know me well enough now that I love popping, uh, popping myths. There's a myth here. Some will say, well, in Jerusalem there was a gate that was so small that only a human could pass through, but not a camel. And, and they call that the eye of the needle. Not true. Not true. There was in Damascus uh, a gate that was so small, but they didn't call it the eye of a needle until after the fact. But what this probably is more likely is there's an idiom in Hebrew and um, uh, um, Aramaic that it's easier for a rope to pass through an eye of a needle. And the word for rope and the word for camel are one letter away from each other. Now, the Hebrew doesn't, doesn't rhyme in, in, in uh, the same sound. You rhyme by, by similar thoughts. But there's a play in words here. If a rope cannot pass through an eye of a needle, how much less can a camel? How hard it is for the rich to enter the kingdom of heaven. They think they have it all together, but they are like camels. And, and cannot reduce themselves to pass through that needle. And Peter asked, well, we've given up everything. What about us? Of course, we don't give anything without re- receiving in return, and, and the Lord wants to give us everything. But if we're caught up on what we have, 
And that's where today's first reading and gospel, we have uh, something that doesn't happen a whole lot where the the readings, uh, the weekday readings kind of pair together. But we have today's first readings where they're so rich, they don't recognize. And they say, "We, we have everything. We have everything we need. Except they don't have a relationship with the Lord. But when we put that relationship first, then we have everything we need. I think the, uh, the sad part about Tevye, back to the fiddler on the roof, is towards the end he begins to understand, but right as he begins that song, he doesn't realize his own wealth. Yes, he doesn't have much by material wealth, by worldly wealth, but he has a love of a wife, love of daughters, uh, a future son-in-law that wants to enter his family, wants to be in relationship. And, of course, his relationship with God. He's a man deeply, deeply rich. Sometimes the riches in our life are not what we can keep in the bank or our wallets, but rather what the Lord desires to give us in our hearts.